How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Before we get started with the show, I want to take a couple of seconds and talk to you about something that's really important to everybody. A good night's sleep. Recently, I found myself having a hard time falling and staying asleep. I was waking up every morning with shoulder and back pain and I felt like I'd been in a fight the entire night instead of getting a good night's sleep. I thought it was just stress and maybe the back issues from many years in law enforcement and carrying a heavy duty belt. But then I got to thinking about my mattress. It had been several years since we replaced it, so I started taking a look around. And that's when I found Vitalis Sleep. We ordered the 12-inch Platinum Copper Cool Hybrid Mattress and two of their adjustable cooling pillows. After the first night, I woke up the following morning and I felt like a new man. I had no shoulder and back pain, and I felt better than I'd felt in years. So if you're having trouble sleeping or you're waking up feeling groggy and tired in the mornings, or if you can't remember the last time you've changed out your mattress, Head over to VitalisSleep.com right now. They're offering all of my listeners a 20% discount on anything you purchase off the website. Just enter the promo code ODYSSEY20 at checkout and you'll get 20% off of your entire order. The link is in the show notes, so head over there now and start sleeping better tonight. Now, what are you reporting? Uh, I got a strange going on out here. Something just killed my dog. Something killed your dog? My dog went flying through the air over the tree. I don't know how it did it. Okay. Damn it, I'm really confused. All I saw was my dog coming over the fence, and he was dead when she hit the ground. I didn't see any cars. All I saw was my dog coming over the fence. This is Les Stroud. Yes, yes, I know. A.K.A. Survivor Man. And you're listening to Brian on Sasquatch Odyssey. Thank you 
guys so much for clicking play. It is Sunday. I hope you guys are having a great weekend. We have an amazing guest lined up for you, but as always, I want to start the show by inviting you. If you've had an encounter and you'd like to be on the show, shoot me an email. You can get me at brian at paranormalworldproductions.com. You can head over to the website, check it out, become a member there, and help support the show. As I said, we've got a great guest on the show tonight. It is not about Bigfoot. It is about some of the more strange things out there. I've got Dr. Daniel Seda on the show tonight, and he is here to talk about his near-death experience. He's here to talk about his spirit guides. He's a medium. We get into all kinds of conversations. As usual, when we do these kinds of shows, it takes all kinds of twists and turns, but it's a little over an hour. I think you'll really enjoy the conversation. For more on Dr. Seda, you can check out his link here in the show notes and go over to his website and get all the information you want about him and his multiple books that he has out currently. Please make sure you rate and review the show wherever you're listening to the podcast. And if you don't already, follow us on Instagram at Sasquatch Odyssey and check out our TikTok at Sasquatch Odyssey Podcast. But enough of that. I know you guys are ready to get into the show. Dr. Dan's on the line. He's ready to go. You guys sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So I want to welcome our guest to the show. It is Dr. Dan Sato. Welcome to the show, Dan. Hey, well, how are you? I'm good, man. I really appreciate you coming on the show. I've been excited to talk to you. Good to talk to you too, man. All right. So let's start with the basic stuff. Let's talk about what got you interested in the paranormal and the subject in general. Yeah. So gosh, man, if I take it back. Um, so at four years old, I developed cancer. I developed uh, acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And I think I was in Jersey at the time, and we ended up having to go to Sloan Memorial Hospital in, in New York City, because that was basically the closest one that my parents could think of. And while there, um, I was diagnosed, and then they basically said to me, <laughs> was hearing some very interesting paranormal things out there. <laughs> um, but they, uh, the, the, the doctors, of course, said, you know, t- um, if you guys are interested, Duke Children's Hospital is the best place to be for childhood cancer. And so we quickly moved down to Raleigh, North Carolina. And that's where I spent most of my, um, most of my kind of growing up time. Now, what was interesting was one of the first paranormal experiences that I can recall was actually in the hospital. And I was probably, this was, I think this was before my near-death experience. I can't quite remember, but I'll talk about the near-death experience. So at five years old, I flatlined. I think I had a um, grand mal seizure. So basically the, the tip of my head to the um, tip of my heels were the only things that were touching the ground, uh, touching the, the, the medical table. So I basically looked like I was arched. You know, my, my, my body was in a spasm and I had flatlined after that. And um, of course, I don't remember that, but I remember being outside of my body and looking at the doctors operating and the nurses and everything. They were trying to pack my body with ice. There was defibrillation going on. I just, the only thing that I remember was something that was etched in my memory for probably decades before I understood what it really was. And I was like, why do I keep having this memory of me being outside of my body and me being next to a very, very tall being um, and knowing I wasn't supposed to look at him because I would want to go home? So that was like something consciously that I knew of. And um, through some interesting uh, communications, there was basically this this concept of, you know, 
you have the ability to make this decision. Do you want to stay or, or go? Now, again, I was a child. Try to imagine a child kind of experiencing and understanding these experiences at a very young age. But I just knew I was in very good hands. And I also knew that I, ha- I had to make a decision myself uh, whether to stay or to go. Now, there was this sort of coaxing from, from the being kind of like, look, look at what you would miss. You would, you would be able to, you would miss this, you would do this and that. So, you know, you have to make this decision. Now, again, I was very young. So all I knew was the feelings that I had at the time. And my feeling got drawn into what I was witnessing. And when my emotional capacity, I guess you could say, if I intellectualize it, was focused, it just drew me back into my body. Now, I don't remember the exact moment I I got drawn into my body, but I simply remember almost like a roller coaster, just whoosh. And then the next conscious memory I had was I was in my hospital bed putting together a puzzle. Uh, So who knows how many days had gone by, but that was my last conscious memory. Now, I'll do a little side note here. Anyone who has had a severe amount of trauma as a young child, their capacity to remember things is a little heightened because, uh, you know, look at, look at cognitive neuroscientific research. Um, the more of an emotional impact, it solidifies memories a bit more because you have more stimulus there to recall rather than just, oh, I thought about this in 19, whatever. No, it was just a fully encapsulating memory that I had. And then from that point on, it really did heighten my psychic awareness. It heightened a lot of paranormal experiences that I had um, after that. Now, again, (laughs) it took me decades to really understand what that experience was. And I went into a doctoral program at about 35 years old. And I, I, I was studying mediumship and all these wonderful things that I had had lived experiences in prior. But now I was able to see it more in a scientific bent. So I have my PhD in transpersonal psychology, and that's a field in psychology where you're able to really go beyond just the psyche or just the cognitive faculties alone and be able to entertain uh, paranormal experiences as important aspects of our lived experiences. So what are they? How can you quantify the seemingly unquantifiable, right? So um, that was my first, the near-death experience. Now, I do remember uh, I have three books out on Amazon. Actually, as of today, uh, my third, my my last one was just published yesterday, but uh, which I'm really excited about. But my memoir called "Waiting for Life," that's that does go into not only my near death experience, but an interesting experience I had at the hospital, uh, Duke Children's Hospital, when I was younger, where I literally saw. This is my first opportunity where I learned how to feel people a bit more. And I remember being drawn to a young girl's uh, who was a friend of mine, quote unquote, because in the hospital, people die and you're a young kid, you don't understand things. But I remember being drawn. She had a, a room that was just down the hallway from me and I could see almost like a light going on. So I, I walked towards it. I was very intrigued. It was almost as if someone was leading me, I guess you could say. And I was literally witnessing the moment where she was passing away. And again, a very young child, I I recall it completely, but um, I saw the mother crying, I saw the father consoling her, and I saw, what I can recall was, it was almost as if she was passing away, but there was nothing they could do about it. And I remember, like, my recall back then was of a young, uh, from a young child's perspective, but taking into consideration all the heightened experiences that I had back then, I did have a very heightened state of empathy and um, 
my psychic abilities were kind of beginning back then. So I could feel what they were going through. I could feel the sadness of the mother. I could feel the, the loss and the not even knowing what to do. And I'm, forgive me, but whenever I tune into that stuff, I get a little like uh, sad because I can like recall it very quickly. But um, I remember the light going on and the light eventually leaving. And from what I know now, that was when she was deceased. And I remember a nurse and the mother quickly turning around, noticing I was there in the, in the doorway, just before the doorway in the hall. And then they quickly shut the door. And so in my small, in my young brain, I knew, (laughs) I didn't know how different of an experience I had just had, but I knew that was really, that it was really profound. But I also know that I was able to tap into like all of the thoughts and all the emotions of what was going on in the room. And I felt actually a little sad that they had to close the door on me. Uh, And, you know, so we, we can understand it now as adults, but back then I was like, you know, and this is, and I wrote about this in the book. It was like, I was a little mad at whatever was causing all of this or whatever was transpiring. I was, I was upset. And I was like, why do, why do they get to leave? And I don't, why do I have to be stuck here uh, dealing with all this pain <laughs> alone often? And, um, cause my parents worked and it, you know, I was, you know, I had the nurses where were taking care of me. They were kind of like my mom's but there was a lot of stuff that I was grappling with back then. And so those emotions, those, those, conf- those confusions uh, sort of stuck with me until then I was able to process it later. So I guess to answer your question rather you know, succinctly uh, after the fact, those were my first paranormal experiences. Now I can talk. Let's talk about all the other ones that happened after that, if you're interested. Before we go there, let's go back to the near-death experience, because that's something that's always been very interesting to me. And I know there's been a lot of scientific studies done, and there's opposing sides to this, right? There's Most people would say, I won't say most people, a lot of people in the scientific community say, eh, those near-death experiences, they're, they're not what everybody thinks they are. There's these processes that are going on in the brain, and this, that, or the other. Well, you're a scientist, right? You're, you're a person who has studied this in depth. Having had that experience, where are you on that scale? Do you believe that that was some sort of a paranormal experience that you had and this being that was next to you was some sort of celestial being? Or do you think it was just what was going on in your brain at the time when your body was physically dying? Wow. Excellent question. And I would love to maybe even teach a class on these types of altered states of consciousness. But uh, NDEs are definitely real. Uh, but it is important to hold that skepticism as well and to really ask those questions because, you know, evidence is important. So stepping back a little bit, speaking uh, mainly towards uh, the research out, I have seen and read copious, copious amounts of uh, research on NDEs, specifically from individuals who were atheists, uh, individuals who were very religious, uh, individuals who were extremely scientific. And then afterwards had a very much more involved uh, spiritual awareness come into them. So I would highly recommend if anyone is uh, skeptical about um, any NDEs, definitely look at um, it's sorry, my guides are kicking in here. They're like, they always want to show up when I'm doing these things. Uh, Basically, um, it's important for us to to have those questions, but also to look at uh, the evidence that contradicts our innate belief system. 
Because if we don't, all we are doing is continually living in a, in a habitual cycle of just proving ourselves right, even when we could be definitely wrong. Stay tuned for more Sasquatch Odyssey. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. So I am married to a Capricorn male who is extremely skeptical uh, in every sense of the imagination. Uh, so I know what it's like to kind of live and be, you know, in, in that arena. So what I can do, you know, of course, because I can only control myself, I take into consideration his perspective and then other people's perspectives and find a way in which I can find common ground between all of that. Because I do believe that healthy skepticism is a very important thing. And the scientific method, sorry, guys, but science is not, you know, finalized. Science is an ongoing process. So how can we, with the advancements of consciousness, as well as the advancements of technology, how can we find ways to, to continue to investigate these types of experiences? Let's talk about some of your other experiences. Did they just continue on through your childhood into adulthood? Just kind of start back at the beginning again and go into some of those other experiences for us. Gosh, there have been a lot. Let's see some of the first. Uh, Well, at a very young age, this was probably around maybe six or seven or so. 
So my family and I, we, when we would take vacations, it was very rare, but we would always go up 95 and visit our family in New York and New Jersey and drive right back to North Carolina. That was basically all that we did. And, you know, something. So I remember there was a snowstorm and my mother was driving. My father was, I think they were meeting somewhere, maybe somewhere off the Jersey Turnpike, I forget, but we were meeting halfway, oh, the Maryland house. That's where we met, always halfway, halfway up the trip. And so we were stuck in the Maryland house and it was uh, snowing a lot. And my little brother uh, was in the back seat and my older brother was in the passenger side. And we were just chilling. We were in the camper van. And I don't know how we got on this subject, but I, th- I think my mother, which was kind of a rare thing, she, she mentioned, hey, let's uh, play a game. And I, I was like, cool, let's play a game where uh, we pick like which um, we, 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 we figure out which car it will be until dad comes or something. And, you know, they were all like, no, my mom's very, uh, she's a nurse. So she's very kind of pragmatic. And, um, and I said, no, 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 I know which one it's going to be. And, and my little brother was like, this will be a third car. It'll be the fourth car. And I go, no, it's going to be the eighth car. And I know it. And he's going to be coming in and he's going to flash his lights and la la la. So we counted the cars. It was the first, the second, the third, fourth, fifth, and finally the eighth car. Cause I just knew it. I had this sort of feeling. My father pulls up. And I, I almost couldn't believe it myself. And he flashed his lights three times, which was what I said was going to happen. And he stopped. He rolled down the window. It was, it was like just finished snowing. And he was like, hey, kids. And we were all like, what? It was kind of a small, tiny little thing. But that was, the very, that was one of the very beginning points. Now, after that, uh, growing up as, a, as an intuitive person and an empathic person and a sensitive kind of um, young man, uh, it was very challenging, you know, during the hormonal times I had, I had kind of taken on the role in the family as the like trauma recycler, where I was kind of the, the counselor to everyone and taking on everyone's trauma. And I was that sort of refuse bin, I guess you could say, <laughs> cause I guess I had that capacity, but it certainly, it wore on me. So there were moments when I, I got really overloaded with feeling other people's um, emotions and, and, and stuff. And it would sort of um, cause outbursts because I didn't know what to do with it because I didn't have anyone at home who could understand where I was coming from, which is fine. Uh, I found that later on in life. But um, I mean, I remember, um, you know, knowing certain things would happen, getting very uh, upset with my parents for not listening to me when I said, don't do business with this guy. He's going to take your money. He's going to do this and that. Oh, Danny, oh, Danny, forget about it. You don't want to be talking about. No, no, no. It happened. And I knew it. But then after that, gosh, there were so many things so paranormal. Well, when I was in my room at night, uh, this was in um, when I lived in, in Raleigh, in one of our houses, I remember whispers at night. I remember being very scared, actually being very scared that the bad aliens were going to come and get me. That was sort of a recurring fear I had. To the point where um, my mother worked the night shift and my dad was always working in New York. So there was no one at home. So I would crawl into my little brother's bed at night just to kind of like feel a human being like there with me. So I didn't really get a lot of sleep kind of throughout my life. I, um, you know, if I get a good four or five hours, that's kind of a good night for me. But it seems to work. My body's used to it. So other things. Well, when I was about 19, I met my first psychic and she became kind of like my chosen mother. And we would do these, uh, well, I, 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 I met her through a friend and she gave me a reading and I was really intrigued 
because she was validating things that I sort of already knew about myself. And she told me things that really no one else would know. And that's when you know it's, it's pretty real. And at the very end of this prolific you know, psychic reading, um, she said, is there another question that you have? And I said, yeah, there's this one like word or something that I have always felt like. And I was wondering if you could like pick up on it. So I gave her the test. Now she even said to, she's like, oh, do you know, don't give the psychic the test. That's always the test. And I said, no, well, it just will help me validate kind of my experiences. And so she sort of tapped in and she's like, she said a few things and she goes, yeah, and you've always felt like an alien. And I was like, uh, that's the word. Yeah. Cause that's how I've always felt. You know, I've never felt a part of my, my biological family. Um, even at a very young age, I'll even tell you my first memory, which is probably doesn't make a lot of sense to maybe cognitive um, uh, psychologists and uh, developmental psychologists, because oftentimes um, developmental psychologists don't really believe that you have memories at, a, at an extremely young age. But I, I remember something to do where I was on a bed, like a changing table or a changing bed. And I remember not having a lot of capacity over my muscles and stuff, but eventually turning over to the window and wishing I was home again and looking out the window, looking at, looking into the sky, wishing I was home again. And I knew that where I was, was not my home. So if anyone's interested also in reincarnation experiences, there's a a, a huge uh, amount of research out there that is, will just blow your mind. So all throughout these decades of my life, I was always drawn to certain things, drawn to, you know, um, Nostradamus's predictions, you know, in a, like a National Enquirer magazine at a, at a convenience store, you know, what 15 year old gravitates towards that and that type of stuff. Um, new age bookstore C, you can feel me, and all these types of things where I was always in search of and bringing in experiences that were very off the wall, very abnormal to most people. And oddly enough, those experiences felt very normal to me. So getting back to that younger experience, I just remember looking around and going like, where am I? What is this? This is not right. This is not quote unquote what I signed up for, which of course, if we know anything about spiritual stuff, we probably did sign up for those types of things that, that soul amnesia coming into things. But yeah, at 19, it really started developing much more of my conscious psychic experiences where she even told me, um, my spiritual mom, Judy, she told me in a, in a reading that she goes, you know, you're going to be doing this. And I'm like, what do you mean, Judy? She's like, no, you're going to be doing what I do, but better. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, if that's what you say. So then she became kind of my, my surrogate mom for a very long time throughout my life. And we would do these certain exercises, these, these psychic exercises where, you know, it might be hard for your listeners to kind of um, appreciate, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to assume anything. But when we would just do these wonderful things that just felt so loving, like we would see a plant that was dying in the house and I would be like, hey, Judy, this plant's dying. It needs some water. And she goes, no, it just needs more love. And I go, what do you mean by that? She's like, um, let's, let's do some psychic work on it. So we put our hands together. We, we did some meditation and prayers and we sent out this like amazing, loving, healing energy to the plant. And I kid you not, in about maybe an hour, that plant that was completely wilted was completely upright. Now look at it scientifically, right? I had been with Judy the whole time. She did not give water to that plant at all. I was with her for probably maybe three or four hours. 
the the sunlight, the plant was already, you know, off to the side and was not getting any sun at all. It was around maybe maybe like 10 o'clock in the morning or so. So the, the the noon sun had not even reached the peak of where it was, but it was really just the energy that we provided the plant. Uh, and that kind of started me thinking, huh, maybe this energy stuff really is real. Because, you know, the law of attraction, you know, law of abundance, if you get into the kind of the woo-woo territory, there are energetic frequencies that we do possess genetically from our corporal existence that emanate not just from our own being, you can measure it, you know, with um, scientifically as well. Uh, the Heart Mind Institute's done a lot of great work on measuring uh, electromagnetic fields. Uh, you know, you can even do it when you have those, those Geiger meter things, you can, you can measure the, that, the types of energy frequencies. But they're, they're real just because we can't quite see it with our naked eye. It's absolutely there. So if we can harness that energy, it's a really powerful thing. There's something called frill energy. I think it's P-H-R-Y-L-L. If anyone looks, at, looks that up, maybe one L, frill. Uh, that, there's, there's a lot of good um, uh, research about that, that um, you know, people built the pyramids back in the old days to sort of um, cultivate frill energy from the geomagnetic um, lines and ley lines uh, of the planet, because the planet is a sentient being just as much as we are and animals are. Uh, but sort of tapping into those, those areas, it can really teach you a lot of stuff. Now, I'll tell you a few other, but I don't know if you have a question or not. Before we go into more experiences, let me go back to the indie and yeah. talk a little bit about your spirit guides and you, because you mentioned those earlier. Do you think the psychic abilities and the abilities that you've grown into in your adulthood, do you think somehow the NDE may have been responsible for awakening those or do you think it was something that was already there beforehand? Awesome question. And if you don't mind me saying, my team is applauding you right now, because that's a very good question. So I do believe that on, an inter, um, on a genetic, because our genetics are quite powerful, uh, because it's not just the DNA double helix, quote unquote, from the biological or physical manifestation, but there's also the uh, spiritual part of our DNA as well. Uh, some people call it the, the, the gray matter of the brain or the, um, the junk DNA. <laughs> it's so unfortunate we call, we call these things these horrible names, but there's a lot to it. Um, so I do believe that I carry within me uh, both a biological as well as a spiritual DNA that, le- that lends itself to all these experiences that I've had, attracting the cancer. You know, why would that happen from a biological perspective as well as a spiritual perspective? Well, I have asked my guides and I did kind of get the understanding that um, I had to adjust to the frequency of this planet. And in doing so, I did have to suffer a lot and have to um, recalibrate certain aspects of my, my biological frequency in order to maintain being here. So uh, once that was kind of done, then these other experiences occurred, mainly because a lot of the unseen aspects of my consciousness or soul already sort of had these agreements or abilities prior. That's what I feel. Uh, if anyone wants to look up star seeds or, or envoys or, or hybrids or walk-ins, there's so many other names for these types of things. But I have always felt a very strong connection to space and you know, aliens and all these things. And I've had a lot of validation of that. But what, I, what I'm trying to say is, is that it's 50-50. It's kind of like nature nurture, right? Where I believe I did have the capacity, but there was also the biological component that was necessary step by step in order for me to fully activate that. 
those, those, those parts of my DNA. When anyone has, there is scientific evidence about this actually. When anyone dies in a lifetime, their, their psychic senses are extremely heightened. That's just, there's, there's, there's a lot of research about that. Where if you find people who have had NDEs or who have died, when they come back, they're almost changed. They're almost, I don't want to say upgraded because that sounds judgmental, but there is a heightened understanding that they come back with. And often, practically all the time, I have heard they come back for a specific reason. And it is usually to assist the process of ascension for other people and to be able to talk about their stories in a manner that's not so convoluted or, or taboo or, or used nefariously. Let's talk a little bit about your guides. You've mentioned those a couple of times. For me and the audience, these guides themselves, where are they coming from? Are these relatives? Because I've heard a lot of people that have this type of ability and this sort of connection talk about their guides as being relatives or people that have passed on. People have talked about them being alien beings from other planets and things like that. Have you been able to tap into where your guides are coming from? And if so, who or what are they? Stay tuned for more Sasquatch Odyssey. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also. There's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Awesome. So when I was younger, it's actually very interesting. So, so <laughs> I'm 40, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> Unlike most people who are getting older, I'm just happy about it. Because I mean, for me, uh, there's a great deal of wisdom that comes with age. And I think that needs to be respected. I don't think that I think our, our society is sort of turned on end. And we really don't respect a lot of the things that um, are natural for us to respect, I think. So I didn't quite know who was in communication with me for a long time. And I almost, I felt them and I heard them. So I'm a very clary audience, but I've been able to sort of really hone my other clary skills as well. You know, clary sentient and clairvoyant, et cetera. Clairgustient as well. When I give readings, mediumship and psychic readings, sometimes I can taste certain things. And I, I mentioned that and it usually leads to uh, more messages for the individual. I only started understanding who my guides were because I had to take these steps in my life to, 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 to really investigate. You know, there's so much evidence out there uh, of our connection to off-world uh, beings. There's so much evidence. And I feel as though if one is not open to even reading mainstream media approved articles about, um, which is crazy, about extraterrestrial life, then I think you're honestly living under a rock. I am fully aware uh, that bandwagons are something for me that I tend to step away from and really want to make sure where I'm stepping is appropriate. Because again, healthy skepticism is very important. But the amount of testimonies I have witnessed, the amount of uh, research I've witnessed, the amount of a whistleblower um, uh, testimonies I've, I've heard and seen and, and w- witnessed, and even my own lived experiences, have completely uh, validated a lot of these experiences for me. So to answer your question, I apologize. I have understood that my main guide seems to be, I believe, from um, what, we cons- what we call uh, our the Arcturus system. So in the Butez constellation, specifically from the planet Ohora. So I write about it in my two hard science fiction novels. It's called Chronicles of an Arcturian Envoy. I'd highly recommend taking a look at that on Amazon. But, you know, a lot of my experiences have been able to be put into these quote unquote fictional books in order to disseminate disclosure to people who may not be able to take it for factual face value, which is fine because if, if, you know, my mission here on earth is uh, to, to assist the process of ascension for people, but not to force it, you know, I have to live my own life. (laughs) I can't control anyone else, but I can be a presence and I can impart wisdom and things to people in you know, very creative manners. Um, so I've always been very connected to my creative intelligence. You know, I'm a, I'm a gosh, I'm a singer, dancer, a writer, a actor, everything. Um, and I just, I trained and I was, and I gravitated towards that because of my need to express and also my connections to the non-physical. 
So if you speak to sort of any performer, especially if they're kind of balanced, um, you know, because it, it, it can be hard, you know, you're dealing with shamans or, or performers, they're highly, highly tapped into the, the non-physical. Um, most performers will tell you that they, they visualize or they're almost given or inspired works of art. And it's up to them to interpret and to hone and to develop those skills to bring them into the manifested physical existence. Because if you think about dimensions and densities, we are essentially in one dimension. And within this dimension, there are 12 frequencies. And when one gets to the 13th, that goes back to source. That's been the prevailing theme within a lot of um, you know, quantum, quantum physics and theorists out there. So when it comes to density, which used to be understood as dimensions back in the old days, um, if, I, if you take density, the higher you go in density, the less physical things kind of are, the more light things are. Think about it harmonically, like solfege, you know, the solfege musical scale. The higher you go in tonality, the, the higher pitched it sort of feels and is. So the lower you are, you know, and the higher you are. So there is that. So given that, Given that knowledge as well as feeling sense, if you can if you can visualize or tap into that feeling of different densities, you can even look at it in a physical physical manner, you know, where something is lighter like air versus something that's solid like earth. Um, when I tap into my guides, I can feel the higher densities that they come from. And it makes me very high when I tap into them. And I've been able to quickly be able to change brain waves and brain brain states because of my connections with them. And they've assisted me throughout my whole life. But before, I'd say before about four years ago, I would, I would experience them more from a plural standpoint, where they were almost coming as a collective. But ever since I've stepped more into my own um, experiences here on Earth, I have seen my main guide much more. And I, and I do say him, even though his energy is a little kind of um, ambisexual, it's, it's a little different uh, feeling. The, <laughs> thank you guys. <laughs> the, only way, the only way I was able to understand them was going more into my psychic mediumship work. Because tapping into that same realm where I feel I'm connected to with them it feels very much the same to me when I'm giving a psychic reading, which is really cool. It almost feels like I'm in a different room and I'm able to, you know, tap into the, the deceased loved ones of the people I'm reading because our, our energies are, are commingled in this, in this mo you know, moment by moment experience here in the physical realm. Because when I'm giving a reading, I do a slight meditation. I connect with um, the energy of the individual and then that connects me to the deceased loved ones. So it, 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 think of it from brainwave states. You know, you have the alpha, beta, gamma, delta waves, and um, you know, I, I think it's the um, I think it's the gamma, oh no, theta wave state. Yeah, yeah. Um, either one is where you um, have a little bit more of the um, intuitive, receptive qualities. In fact, I just I wrote a um, a paper, a scholarly paper called "Mediumship and the Importance of Integration," something like that. And uh, I'd love for folks to check it out. It should be on the Journal of Consciousness. And I have a few scholarly articles there as well on certain topics. But feel free to take a look at that. I don't know when this will air, but at, towards the end of this year, 2022, it should be published in the Journal of, Consci Journal of Conscious Evolution. So I digress. When I tap into the loved ones uh, of other people, I can feel the difference in density. 
And I can feel the difference in, in, in their conscious understanding, because I want to say, again, I don't know what, you know, your audience knows or not or whatever. So I don't know where to, you know, where to go, but I'll say we are in the third to fourth density here. Our planet has been wanting to shift for a very, very long time, but there's reasons why we have not been able to allow that to occur. And I will leave that for another time, but, but she is definitely taking us to a higher density. And so when you, when you, when one from the third density is able to consciously experience the fourth and beyond, it's a very different thing. For instance, the native Americans had a very, um, close relationship to the fourth density. It's a little bit like the, the smoky. That's why they would smoke tobacco and stuff, because it would bring them into this uh, understanding of what the fourth, fourth density is. So that's kind of the realm of the deceased loved ones and stuff. And where uh, it's sort of a shorter density going from third to fifth, you have to go through that shorter density of the fourth to then move to the fifth. Now the fifth is more of the masters, more of heaven, the heaven experience, etc. So when we're, when I'm dealing with my my team as well as the deceased loved ones of other people i read there is this feeling that i am in the fourth slash fifth density of understanding and i and it's very it's almost like i'm in a very busy room that i have to uh, navigate yeah so my team themselves a lot of my deceased loved ones are on my team but in general, uh, they kind of come in and out. In general, it's much more of the uh, extraterrestrial experience. And my main guide is, is the main one that's there. It's funny that you mentioned the performing and the artistry that's involved in a lot of these experiences. That has been just this reoccurring theme for me over the last few months, actually. I'm a singer. I've, I grew up singing and doing all these things performing for people all my life. And it seems to be the more I come in contact with more and more people because of the shows, I'm finding out that a lot of people that have experiences, whether it be extraterrestrial, whether it be an NDE, whether it be psychic abilities and mediumship and all these things, and even with cryptids in a lot of cases, incidents where they encounter Bigfoot or Dogman or whatever the case may be, a lot of these people are involved in music or performing arts or just artistry in general. And some, like you, are, have their hands in a little bit of everything. And that connection has really just started happening for me over the last couple of months, like I said. I never really put two and two together until recently. And I don't know what to make of it. I mean, have you had an opportunity to think about that over the, the last few years? And what do you think the connection is? Do you think it is just the openness to all of these things? And allowing that artistry to flow, what, what do you think is the connection there with performers and the paranormal? I think that is an excellent question, and I think you're exactly right. So for performers or artists or whatever, we truly are bringing something from a non-physical realm. Even look at it from visualization, right? If you want to even go very much more um, you know, physical, you can even say the imagination, which I did write a paper as well called uh, The Lost Knowledge of the Imagination. So I think you're exactly right. Connecting more with people who have a, um, a heightened sense of that visualization process, that one has to, anything that is brought into the physical realm has to first be a thought has to first be something that is received. And then from there, it can be projected into physical reality. Uh, and so I do feel as though those of us who 
have that undeniable connection to something greater than, right? There's usually a connection between people who consider themselves a bit more on the spiritual side. There's similarities to like highly creative people. I don't know a lot of uh, like atheists or people who um, aren't, don't, don't consider any sort of spiritual um, bent. I don't, I don't find a lot of creativity coming from them, um, which is fine. We all have our, our parts in this, in this reality. But uh, I do think that there definitely is a connection there. Now, I will talk a little bit about some research. There is a, a gentleman who I haven't found one scholar who can pronounce his name, last name correctly. It is a very long name. It is Russian, I believe. I'm going to butcher it, but it starts with a C um, and Shinomitsky or something. I don't know, but he did a lot of work in the, uh, about flow state and flow state is very important because, you know, even athletes have this flow state concept because honestly, there's a lot of creativity in, 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 um, in athletics as well. I mean, a lot of strategy, a lot of, a lot of you know, visualizing, winning, visualizing something and actualizing it. Right. So I do feel like that is our human uh, goldmine is our, our capacity to connect, our capacity to utilize so much more of the truths that are, that are innately within who we are, within our spiritual and biological DNA, much past all of those negative messagings that we've, that we've adopted throughout our life. That's not possible. That's not possible. Well, with all due respect, as a, as a transpersonal scholar, I have seen so much um, evidence as to what one used to purport as not possible is and can be possible. And we just have to find ways in which we can tap into that. And one great way to do that is uh, through frequency. There's a lot of who we are and our own abilities within sound and light. Uh, so vibration, even Nikola Tesla said himself, something to do with, um, you know, the moment science starts um, utilizing, you know, vibration frequency is the day that, you know, science will really fully reach begin to reach its pinnacle in 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 discovering more truths so um so yeah um you know sometimes we we ask ourselves you know how did those people move those bricks perfectly placed in the pyramids and you know and all these wonderful things well it wasn't really just muscles there was sound frequency involved there was you know sonic levitation technology that we had back then oh that's not possible neanderthals la 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 i'm like no guys there is so much about our history that's been hidden from us. The last 2,000 years, my goodness, we are going to come uh, much more into who we really are very, very soon. You know, the process of, of disclosure is very important. I do talk a lot about our human history and our extraterrestrial uh, collaborations in my book based on several whistleblowers, but one person in general, Alex Collier, who is connected to the Andromedans. And the Andromedans are, they're kind of the closest ones to us for the most part. And so I, in the book, I utilize a lot of those communications and, um, and try to help people, you know, with the fictional framework to entertain certain ideas and to be able to, to question things like, huh, maybe it does make sense, you know, given all these tiny little things we see in the in our video games and in our movies and stuff right where you know even in a, the, the video game pocket tanks i think there's this uh i don't know if you play that but it's kind of antiquated i love it I, I love the old games that don't kill people stay tuned for more sasquatch odyssey we'll be right back after these messages hey everyone it's brian do you like saving time 
I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. just the simple, easy things that don't make me feel like I'm killing people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's like, there's like ray guns that they use. There's, um, there's, there's sonic things that you can, that you can shoot and propel over. I mean, that stuff is, is honestly real. And look, you know, take a look at some ancient aliens um, uh, series and shows and, and they have some very, very interesting stuff. I was in, I was in Machu Picchu probably six years ago or so, five years ago. It's the most incredible experience ever. And I was able to, to look at these cuts in the stones, not even the most, you know, technologically advanced societies could cut these stones like that and place them so perfectly in these geometric shapes. If we had any knowledge about the sacred power of geometry, 
I know the Masons, there's, you know, there's, there's stuff about it, but they know sacred geometry because it, that's actual truth that they've passed down and they've had to kind of keep. Now, I'm not going to go into all that, but look up sacred geometry um, because our whole world is full of it. Look at succulent plants. Look at roses, the petals. Look at how divine these, these Fibonacci sequence, you know, um, spirals. Just, it's, it's wonderful what our natural sentient earth can create as well as our remarkable capacity, given our millennia and multi-billion years of, um, of manipulation uh, with our genetics from extraterrestrials. I mean, we are the lineage of about 22 plus extraterrestrial species within our DNA. There's reasons why we feel emotions so complex. And it's because, I, I don't want to say two definitive statements, but I'll just say, because we, have, we carry within, within us the lineage of 22 plus other races and species within us. And no, no other extraterrestrial race feels things the way that we do. We are such prized possessions on a cosmological and cosmic level and a galactic level that we really have no capacity how amazing we really are and how unbelievably powerful we are. Now, those who were in control for, for a very long time, they knew this and they've been subjugating us for a very long time. Given our diet, given everything chemtrails and the, the blah, 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 blah. But we're awakening now. So in my second to last publication, um, the first one in the Chronicle series, I do talk about you know, this process of disclosure and how um, we are stepping into the Great Awakening now. If anyone wants to, you know, research the hashtag great awakening or the great awakening in any social media, you'll see some really cool posts because there's a lot of great stuff out there. Now I digress. I have a question. I can feel you having a question at some point. Well, let's get back to some of your experiences. You know, let's, mm. let's sort of close out with that before we get back into talking about the books. Let's talk about some of the experiences that you've had later on in life. Have most yeah. of those been centered around your, the psychic abilities that you have and, and dealing with people, or are there other things going on? Oh, boy, there's always other things. You're talking to a double Gemini Virgo moon. There's always something. But the psychic abilities were very, very interesting. I did not step into my mediumship capacity until maybe just a few years ago, because that was the part that I really wanted to push away, because I was like, I don't want to be tapping into dead people. like. I don't want to be going like those low vibrations, but I now understand it much different. I've spoken with my guides and I've already made the, um, the, contract, the contract with them to not show me anything of very low vibration. I don't want nothing to do with any of that. I want to stay in the light as much as possible. And so that has really helped my experiences. I'll tell you one cool thing because there's so much cool stuff to talk about. My husband and I, we were in Scotland and we were in Edinburgh. It was gorgeous. And the crazy kooky guy I am, uh, I got a um, flashing object. Ooh, squirrel. So I, I, uh, I took Brian. I was like, oh, cool. It's a ghost. Um, it's a ghost tour. Let's go over here. He's like, what are you talking about? Capricorn man. He's like, we're going to ghost tour. I was like, no, no, no. We're going. We got to go. And I got him to go. I didn't know what was going on. I don't even think we paid for it. I don't even know what happened. We just joined the group. It was the weirdest thing. And the woman, it was her first day. And she raised, she said, okay, who wants to be the last one in? And I automatically raised my hand for some reason. So she said, okay, great. So you're going to be the last one out and you're going to have to um, make sure that everyone's accounted for before we come back up out of the catacombs. I was like, catacombs, interesting. So I'll be very quick. We went down there 
experienced things blowing out. She, it was her first day, and I'm pretty sure she was not going to come back. It was, it was crazy. Candles blowing out. There was no draft. Trust me, I was looking. I was everywhere. Uh, lights, uh, electric things blurring out. Really crazy stuff. And this was from people's phones. Like, it was just insane. Last thing that happened was I was the last person out. My husband was next to me, and he was going to go up front. Just before we left, he was here, and I was here, and there was some space between us. Okay? Just before we left. We felt, both of us, including my Capricorn skeptical husband, felt someone like take their hand and go, ooh, like that. It, we, it's hard to explain because it's like, how do you explain something you didn't see? But we felt it. We felt like someone was trying to really, with anger and with really bad, nasty energy, like, get us out of there. That's, that's what we felt. I turned to my husband. I said, did you feel that? He said, hell yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> And so that was the first time he ever like agreed that he felt something that I did. And he went upstairs, I checked everything and I spoke to the, the, the spirits. I said, I said, y'all we're leaving. Don't worry about it. You don't got to do nothing else. Enjoy your, enjoy your eternity. And of course I called upon like Jesus and everything else and the, the Christ light and everything. And I was okay. But I walked up those catacomb steps and we had to tell the lady what happened. And she was like, she was like clearing her throat. You know, she's like, I don't think I'm going to come back to this job. And I go, well, I honestly thought it was really cool. You know, that was one thing. And there's so many other experiences. For instance, my spiritual mom, Judy, uh, I was on the phone with her in my grandmother's old home in the Bronx. Now, she and my grandfather had like a, like a brownstone. It was like, um, it was just, you know, back from the 40s. So they kept it for a very long time before they sold it in like 2015 or so. So I was there cleaning up the place a little bit because my, I think my grandpa had just passed away, but also my, um, actually, no, they were in Puerto Rico at the time. They were in Puerto Rico visiting family. So I was at the dining room table. And of course, like a good, you know, half Puerto Rican guy from, from Latin lineage, everything's with doilies and plastics, everything. You got all that stuff there. So I'm at the dining room table (laughs) and I'm on the phone with Judy and I'm like, Judy, like, I feel like I can hear someone upstairs. It feels like they're walking, like they're very heavy, heavy steps. And she's like, oh, it's probably a, a, you know, a mouse or a who knows what. And I go, no, I'm in a Puerto Rican household. Every window is barred. Ain't nobody coming in. You got three or four locks on the doors. I, nobody's coming in. Nobody's upstairs. And she said, well, go check. I said, okay. So I went upstairs. I checked everything. I checked everywhere. Nobody was there. So I came back downstairs. I was at the dining room table. And I heard it again. And I said, Judy, we need to do some work because there is something upstairs and it's not human. And it seems like a wayward spirit of some kind. And so she's like, oh, hold on, let me, let me tune in. And when she tuned in, it was weird because it felt like there was like a bubble of protection around me that I didn't create myself. It was very weird. And so she said, oh, yeah, okay, hold on. And when she did that, it was like I was locked and I couldn't hear out of this ear. It was like it went deaf and my phone was on this side. And I was like, this is weird. So I took the phone off and this was back in the day. It wasn't really smartphone land. I think it was a flip phone. I forget. Uh, I don't know if I put it on speaker or not. No, I didn't because I had it here. And I took it away and I was like, is, is the ringing gone? What's going on? So I went deaf in that ear. I felt like I was in a bubble. I felt very protected. And all of a sudden, Judy starts walking through dealing with the spirit, I guess you could say on a psychic level. And it was very strange because I was like the vortex between what Judy was doing and witnessing what was going on upstairs. 
And what I heard was the being stop. I heard the walking stop, but I still felt the spirit upstairs. And then as she was working with the spirit, I heard my grandmother's bed creak as if he was sitting on my grandmother's bed. And I'll also say something too, because I've had way too many paranormal experiences. I've also had experiences relatively recently where I have felt like a spirit or whatever lay in a bed next to me. Now, granted, I, I did have maybe a, an edible at the time, but I certainly did feel it and see it, the indentation in things. So there's, I was utilizing multiple um, sensorial capacities there. So uh, going back to the spirit, um, I heard the bed creak as if someone was sitting on the bed. And I'm like, Judy, this is weird, man. So long story short, she dealt with the being, you know, she saw it walk into the light, all that cool stuff. And once she was done, I felt the bubble go away. And I didn't hear a single thing after that. I then with her on the phone, I walked upstairs and the energy felt better upstairs because before I write about it, actually, in my memoir, a lot of funny chapters about my grandmother. <laughs> but there's always this there was always this feeling of like, kind of like doom or dread or like, you know, like a heavy musk upstairs uh, on that floor. But after Judy and I worked with all that stuff, it was totally fine. And I was able to sleep throughout the night a little bit more. It was really nice. Hopefully that answers some of your questions. Definitely did. You've mentioned it a couple of times. Let's talk about the books. You've got three books out. The other one was just published yesterday. So as we record this, it's Tuesday, December the 20th. I don't know when this will air, but let's talk about the books. What can people expect when they go pick up your three books? What are they and where can they find them? Cool. So all three of those are on um, Amazon. And uh, the first one on Amazon is called Waiting for Life. A Cancer Survivor Story of Death, Humor, and Love. Now, of course, there always has to be a subtitle. But, you know, it's important because that's what the book is about. And what that encapsulates is it's kind of like my memoir. It's sad and funny, very, very, um, very enlightening, very interesting. Uh, but it's much more of my human experience. You know, like uh, it was um, a, uh, a conglomeration of journal entries that I've had throughout my life. You know, being a budding uh, writer back in the old days, I would just write my feelings out, especially when I was having a hard time understanding things. And so there's a lot of that. There's sort of like, it's kind of David Sedaris-esque, if you kind of like uh, his work, because he actually um, grew up pretty close to where I grew up in Raleigh, a very funny, funny guy. So that, that um, is on Amazon. Now, getting to the trilogy series, I have two books in the trilogy out. The first one is called Chronicles of an Arcturian Envoy, A Starseed's Journey into the Great Awakening. And it uh, talks about a protagonist who is your kind of scientist kind of guy, hadn't really thought about, you know, psychic stuff or paranormal stuff. He is met by a being and he has to grapple with what's real, what's not, how can I make sense of my experiences? And it comes to a point in the book where he really has to decide very quickly, like, how, what is, what is he going to do? Because everything that he's experiencing is leading him to a certain direction where he has to make kind of an ultimate decision with it within him and in, in his, 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 uh, his being. Then at the end of that book, let's just say that leads into the second book. Now, the second book uh, takes place about nine months after uh, the, the, the last book ended. Now, all of it is in real time. That first Chronicles book I wrote in 20 days. So I wrote 20 chapters in 20 days. And I will tell you, that was not me. Like That was basically completely channeled. I was learning about the book while I was writing it. I was talking to my editor going, 
oh my gosh, guess what? This person's related to this person and this person did this. Can you believe that? Because I didn't know. I literally sat down and I started writing. That is not a logical way to approach books. You know, I guess you can talk about flow state. That was definitely it. Now, this last book I wrote, which is the second book in the series, it's called Chronicles of an Arcturian Envoy, Messages of Hope for a New Generation. So what the protagonist does is he, I'll just say he creates a, uh, a school for starseeds for children. And um, it's kind of like his mission to, to kind of help y- the younger people receive education that's not so confined to the older systems of indoctrination. Uh, it really helps the kids um, come more into their own unique understanding of the world and, and their capacities to bring more light and, 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 and love and um, peace to the world. And then, um, then there's a point where um, he has um, some off-world encounters. And at the very end of the book, it's going to lead to the third book, where it's going to be much more off-world. That's all I will say about that. Awesome. Well, I will link to all that in the show notes, and everybody can go over and pick up the books. Dr. Daniel Seda, thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing your experiences. I've had a blast talking to you. Thanks, Brian. I really appreciate it. They say you don't gotta go home, but you can't stay here. And though I don't wanna be alone in the world out there. like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. 
So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factors delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and keto meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. It's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. 
and Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.